Hey, changemakers, have you noticed an increase in group requests lately from your Facebook friends? Yeah, me too. (laughs) And I tell you, um, there's a reason for this. Well, that is because Facebook has put a huge focus on building communities. And in a time like we're in right now, people find connection and comfort as a part of a collective group, right? They find it necessary for their mental health and their well-being. So today, we're going to discuss how you can create your own community where you can nurture prospects, increase referrals, and build a meaningful and trusting relationship, which in turn will lead to conversion in sales. Remember, we have to connect, we have to engage, and then we have to convert. That is what we should be doing. So get your morning Joe and Java, chai latte or chi latte, whatever that's called, and um, put your earbuds on if you're running and let's get going. Welcome to Champions of Change Corner. Hi, I'm Tiffany. I provide quick tips and idea nuggets to help you with proven sales, marketing and business development strategies, along with a little sprinkle of leadership concepts so that you can inspire change, impact lives, and improve outcomes for the aging, their families, and your teams. Whether you already own a business or work in senior living, home health, home care, or any other service-related business focused on improving the lives of the aging, or maybe just maybe you would like to, if your mission is to serve them, my mission is to serve you. After spending the last nine years or so, In senior living and home health, I have become a passionate advocate for the aging and those who support them. Every week, I promise to help you gain the tools, the knowledge, and resources to improve your bottom line, whether that is for your personal career growth or business goals. It is your time to be inspired, gain practical tips, and own your future. Let's get started. So you might be asking me, Tiff, Why are groups so important? Well, let me go over the top five reasons I believe groups are important and could be a real game changer for you in your senior living community. Or if maybe you're um, in home care or something like that, this could still be a game changer for you as well. So number one, a group will help you build a community. It helps you to gather the target market that you are going after, meaning that you are really focusing in on right now, and it helps to bring them into a community with you, right? Um, Number two, it helps you to engage on a personal level with your target market. So inside of a group, there is a building of trust and comfort level for anyone who decides to join your group. And Because of that, you can really be seen as um, an expert, which leads to number three. It will assist you in building your credibility as a leader in your industry and in your particular market, in your local market, by having a group where you're giving people who are members value, you'll be able to um, really promote or... um, promote your your senior living community, but even promote yourself as um, a credible leader, um, someone who knows, a great resource. Um, Number four, and I think I kind of mentioned this a little bit before um, when I talked about engaging on a personal level, but number four is that it actually helps you 
gain trust and authority. And that is what you're needing to do when you're um, talking with families. There's so much, you have to build that trust. And that is one of the steps in the whole process of decision-making is that building trust segment of it that is so very important. And you can do that by hosting a group. Um, It is a low-key approach to creating sales opportunities and fostering conversions. Meaning right now, um, you know, there's so much that's going on with the virus and things like that. And a lot of you feel a little bit intimidated um, by doing um, any type of pushing for sales. And I don't mean pushing like making people uncomfortable, but you just you just don't know where people are. And so this is a great way to kind of get a pulse of um, some of your prospects and to help them and to actually help them along in the journey of decision-making. So it can be so very effective. So let's start with this analogy. Imagine you are um, having a party. You're having a party. You want to um, theme it out and invite only those who are connected to your, let's say, your college. Maybe it's your mascot um, you know, you're going to have a mascot theme party. Um, in my college, we were the blue devils. Um, imagine that for an evangelical Christian college. Don't understand how we became the blue devils, but we were talk about non alignment of your values. Oh my God. (laughs) But I'm totally digressing right now. Um, but we did change it. We changed it to the Titans while I was there. Just FYI, you know, we're not the Blue Devils anymore. So my alma mater were the Titans. So anyway, let's say you're hosting the party and you would like to have everyone come to your house. You open the invitation up for people you know to invite other people that they know who all went to the same school. So Therefore, you guys have a commonality, a common interest. And now imagine a party has started and people are sharing stories that are only unique to your school. Some of the lessons learned, some of the same professors, they're asking advice about career changes. They're celebrating the accomplishments of other people at the party, even playing some games. This is what a group can do for your community. As a host, you are called an administrator, which is pretty much the same as the host of the party. It is your house, right? The good news is that you can have others host it with you so you can share the load. So it's not that much of a burden than what you're already doing, but it is an extension of your marketing efforts. And better news is that you can have a hype man called a moderator you know what a hype man is, right? Like think Flava Flav, you know, the person on jumping on the stage going, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, totally digressing again, my mind. So what kind of groups could you start? The thing is that you have to be strategic and you, you have to think about these things. So when you're creating your group, strategy is what's going to help you so that you're not wasting your time. So let me give you some examples. How about a caregiver support group? Did you have one at your community before and then because of the virus, it kind of went away? So now this is a way of 
creating that group and now extending it, extending it out to other caregivers in your greater community as a service that your senior living community is offering to caregivers during this time of the pandemic. How about an Alzheimer's support group or Parkinson's or stroke? I mean, even now, if you have some experience with even your own residents of the um, of COVID or different things like that, you can have that for caregivers who are caring for seniors at home who previously had COVID. You can create whatever group. The key is to get the information out there um, to, you know, that it exists so that you can get people who's in that target market that you're looking for, that target area to join and that you can provide value to. The second type is maybe a niche, niche, niche. Okay, so it's either a niche, a niche, a niche, or a niche. There's a debate all over the world whether it is a niche or a niche. Either way, you can get one of those and get one of those groups that aligns with your resident population, such as if you have residents who are veterans, if you have residents who are widows, retired federal workers, whatever it looks like that is um, your resident population, you can create an outside group that matches your inside resident population. So then through that group, you can help them, give them information, talk about what your residents are doing, the commonality, you can feature residents. There's so many different things you can do with that. The third type is a popular hobby group in your community. So if your community has a crafting group, a jewelry making group, a painter's group, you know, or anything like that, you can create a Facebook group for um, seniors outside of your community or even influencers that then would align with what you already have in your population. I hope this makes sense. Let me give you a quick little story about uh, those type of groups. So I had a prospect one time who was looking at moving in. She was very active in her independent living community and needed to transition to assisted living. We all know that happens, right? She was a hoot. So she started a very active women's group in her IL community and wanted to continue it in the community, my community that I worked in, um, that she was seriously looking at moving into. And so the name, I was like, oh, okay, Miss, um, we'll just call her Betty. How about that? We'll call her Betty. Miss Betty, um, so tell me more about this group. Sure, you can have whatever group that you have over there. And yes, we'll definitely, you know, help you promote it. And I'm going on, blah, blah. I said, so what kind of group is it? What's the, you know, what kind of group is it? And she says, oh, darling, it's called the Happy Hookers. I just looked at her and I was like, okay, because you and I both know what happens sometimes in these communities, right? So I was like, um, and then she started cracking up at me. And then she told me it was a knitting group. And she thought it was hilarious that she stumped me. But anyway, that was a real fun time that I could think back. Um, <laughs> one of those, um, um, moments, um, um, let me see how I get around this one. But 
hobby groups are so unpopular in Facebook communities. Um, You'd be surprised at how many scrapbooking and all these different things. So if you're able to do that and it's something that you have um, at your community, then it will be something that people see the vibrancy of what your community offers to its residents. The fourth kind is a professional net referral um, networking group. Um, a lot of professionals, and I've been looking online in different areas of the c- country, have um, Facebook groups. And it was just started by someone who works either in a community and hospice and home health or something like that. So that is one way of doing it. And if you wanted to get a little bit more specific, kind of n- niche down your professional group on on um, on um, which one, which vertical you're looking at going into? Is it, you know, for professionals who um, work in, um, I'm just trying to think different ones, like maybe it's the non-healthcare professionals that deal with seniors and you want to give them some information or something to help them work with families who are caregivers. Again, you can really be very creative with this. My goal is just to spark an interest and have you run with it. Okay. The fifth type um, is maybe a group just to support case managers and social workers at your local hospital and help them with community resources for discharges. I know for me, one of the ways I got into the hospital was by um, really promoting some of the services that we offered to the families, whether they moved in or not, and how I could be a help to them because I was in the community and I knew all these different resources where they were very limited. And when I tell you those people, the case managers would call me on the weekend and say, hey, I have something here that's happening. You know, can you, you know, do you know, do you know a notary who can come up here on a Saturday? Do you know who I can send someone who doesn't have um, family at home, they're out of town, or I have a situation where the fam- there's a family dynamic and I don't know what to do with this, re- this patient that I have. And I would be able to help them um, to make their job easier. So if you had a Facebook group that was able to give them a place to go for those resources, even if it may not be actively engaged, maybe like every single day you're talking to them and stuff like that, but they know they can go and you can promote it that way as a resource tool for them, I think that would be so dynamic. These are just some of my ideas, like I said, but the ideas can be limitless. That's when you come in. Be creative. Think outside the box. Look up Facebook groups and just start poking around in them and seeing, hmm, what is this area of the country doing in Facebook groups that I can do? Um, So definitely, And the good part is that you can create it with your community's name attached to it. So that's another way of getting your branding out there because Facebook will suggest people who are looking for a certain type of group, other groups that is like or in line of these ones that people already um, are a part of. They're like, well, if you like this, then you might like this one. Or if you're a part of this group, then you might want to be a part of this group. And so Facebook is actually doing the marketing also for you to get new members. So how do you know, um, well, not how, but excuse me, now that you know the types of groups, what can you do as a host inside of a group? Well, We're going to go over four things. So hope you got your pens with you. If not, just put a little marker on here and just come back to it. 
But number one is that you can do events. You can promote the events that you're having at your community in the Facebook group. And Facebook, once people um, register or say, hey, I want to go to that event, Facebook will remind them for you and they can RSVP through that group. So if you are having an event, you want to do an RSVP, these are members of your group, you can get RSVPs from that and you can promote it through there. Facebook groups also have something called files. There's a file section. You can post checklists, how-to guides, frequently asked questions, information, even your collateral, like your floor plans or your service and amenity sheets. You can actually post that in the file section of your Facebook group. And when new people come in, you can direct them under the next part we're going to talk about is the unit section to go and check out the file section. And you can actually mark it done so that when people see it, they can mark done through the unit section. So there's just so much that you can really do and engage with people on there. So let's talk about units. Units is a way that you can post educational content. It could be videos. It could be um, um, polling things. I mean, I'm just trying to think of all the different things, but videos are the most popular where you're actually talking to them. So you think about your virtual tour under the units, you can actually do something like that, depending on what the type of group and if it's appropriate, there's different ways that you can do that. You can always have that video inside the group for people to go to, but the units is something that people can go to and you can direct them to go to when they first come in as a part of the group. And in there is where you can do um, educational content, right? Um, you will also um, know how many people and who looked at that content through the impressions or that done button that I spoke about earlier. The next part of Facebook, like I talked about, was those videos and those virtual tours is you can do that in the videos or you can actually do lives. You can engage with the members of your group with fun videos of resident activities, of course, providing there's a you know release and all that, but you can do that. Um, maybe wellness moments with your health and wellness director. Your health and wellness director can do a live once a month to give um, wellness moments to um, the members of the group. Um, you can um, get ideas for how to care for your loved one at home, um, how to help someone with um, Alzheimer's to get in a shower when they don't want to. You can post little videos like that as a part of the group to help the people that's there, of course, as long as it matches the group. So if you have an Alzheimer's dementia support group or um, in your in your area that you're doing, that you're hosting, then some of the things that families at home are challenged with, you can put that as videos on how to's. You can do wellness moments with your wellness director. You can do, um, you know, how to um, approach that person, how to redirect, how to, there's a whole lot of things that you could really do to be a value and a resource and people will know your community. I keep saying that over and over again, but I'm hoping that you're getting the ideas now floating in your head. How about this one? This one I'm sure will be popular. I'm a foodie. Many of you are foodies. How about a healthy cooking tips from your chef? Think about healthy eating or quick meals, um, you know, easy prepared meals for seniors um, right now during this time. Um, there's different things. I know I had a chef in, Vin, um, no, Bradenton, who was absolutely amazing, took 
just made his food look like it's picture perfect. Um, and I think about now, had I really, um, really understood the power of the groups, I know a lot now because I'm a member of them and I've seen it and I'm a part of so many and I see how the dynamic and the interaction happens. But I know for a fact because there was so many people who loved his cooking um, in the community, like they were known in the community um, um, for that. Um, So I just think having him do pictures um, and do a recipe and maybe a how-to video on simple things, even if it's only once a month, but that might be something that people would really enjoy um, in, um, in doing that. So if you can partner with your internal team to make that effective, that would be a really awesome deal. You literally have so many options to really make a difference in the larger community with your community by offering these value added services to the public. Um, Do you not think that people who is a part of the group who's finding value would not share with others to know more about what you're doing and how would your community name truly be portrayed out there? It could be really dynamic, right? Especially with all the social distancing going on right now, I just think that this is such an, an, a huge opportunity for senior living providers. This is also a great way to utilize your partnership relationship with home health, hospice, home care, elder law attorneys to come up to come into the group um, to provide info as an exclusive event. You know, um, one of the next. The next episode I'm going to do is talk about events you can do um, through Facebook groups. And so uh, make sure you mark that. That's the next um, episode. But again, you can actually have an event that is um, actually through the group. Maybe some of them um, partners, some of your partners could be moderators. They could be your hype man, meaning that they can go in and moderate the group as well if there's questions or different resources or things like that during the week or during um, times where you're not going to be available. I'm giving you such a high, high level look at what groups can do for you and your community. If you would like more episodes, more in-depth episodes on this topic, um, connect with me on face on my Facebook page. Um, it's at Champions of Change Corner um, or on Instagram at Champions of Change Corner and um, private message me or DM me um, and tell me your thoughts. And I'll definitely do another podcast um, on this even deeper. Um, but and, and I would love to hear if you some of you are already utilizing Facebook groups and how your results have been and how you've been um, able to get people engaged in it. Um, so I'm super excited um, about this avenue. Um, I really wish sometimes that I was still in a community because I think these are uh, some really creative ways to really connecting with people on a much higher and deeper level before they even um you know, come into, you know, come to your community. So it's a great opportunity for you guys. Um, Let me know if you have any questions at all. And um, I'll see you next time. Hey, friends, thank you for listening to the Champions of Change Corner podcast. Um, It is my personal mission, if you don't know already, to inspire, change, impact lives, and really improve the outcomes for those of you who are still working in the field and in the community with our beloved aging adults and seniors. 
I am just so appreciative of your time and that you decided to spend your time with me here today. If you enjoyed the podcast today, there are three things that I would really love for you to do. Number one is subscribe to the podcast so that you can have the alerts delivered to your phone when new episodes are released. That way you'll know exactly when uh, the new episodes are coming out um, and can share it, Um, which is number two, right, is to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues um, who are also professionals in the senior living space. And number three is to screenshot the podcast and tag the show on Instagram. We actually have an IG handle on Instagram. It is at Champions of Change Corner. And last but not least, if you want the inside scoop and exclusive access to the upcoming resources to level up your sales and marketing skills, go to my website, TiffanyHillAllen.com and sign up for the updates. Join me on this journey, this cutting edge journey with the rest of the change makers that are out there who are ready to transform and change the narrative of senior living and care in our on, in your area. So I am so excited. Um, I look forward to interacting with you there on my website. And until next time, be safe and be the change. <laughs>